Hey, this is Vinny Caruana from The Movie Life. I am the Avalanche, peaced out, constant elevation, and you're listening to the podcast and we know things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. I'm Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Love when we have a special guest on. Love when we have to do it in two takes. Love that, too. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're honest. At least you're honest. Yeah, we we are joined tonight by a very special guest. We've been looking forward to this one for quite a while. It's been on the docket for over a month. Uh, We've had this thing kind of working with our friends at BPM, Big Picture Media. So thank you to them for setting it up. And we are joined uh, by our very good friend, Alex Magnin from Young Culture. Alex, man, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us tonight. Yeah, how you guys doing today? Good? Ugh. Ugh. Good. And we're here with you, man. We're doing great. <laughs> Amen. Love to hear it. Now, before we start, as we always do, let's learn a little bit more about you. What are some of your hobbies outside of music? Man, you know, like it's it's hard it's hard to say because so many of so much of my life like revolves around music and I know like that sounds boring yet mundane, but like, you know, growing up I wasn't really into sports, didn't watch sports, didn't really play sports. Like the only kind of sport I did was like cross country. Um but uh, other than that, you know, like, I guess uh, hobbies would be, uh, I don't know, like, I like to stay fit. I like to work out. Um, I like to go on bike rides uh, and hang out with my friends. <laughs> how, about, how about skateboarding? I'm actually not a very good skater. I can push around and do a little bit, but uh, that's uh, definitely the other guys in my band, for sure. They're, they're definitely skaters and better with that. Who's the, who's the best skater in the band for bragging rights? Oh, definitely Gabe by far. You know, he's that that's like his main thing. So, you know, it's like I'm one of those people that always wished I could and I you know, I always, yeah. always like, you owe me both, man. You owe me both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now your your music is inspired by a ton of genres. What is the mm-hmm. Albany and upstate New York scene like? Um I'd say the one that like the ones that rule the most in Albany were like hardcore and hip hop, honestly. So for the type of music that we were doing, uh, yeah, it was there, but I mean, I think that those two are the most prevalent and have the most backing in Albany. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you as a person though, Alex, and I know we kind of just met you, but in reading and, and, and watching other interviews and just listening to the band, um, reading up on the band, doing our research, you as a person, you kind of embody the term young culture kind of, you know, this band was formed for you almost right out of high school. You know, it doesn't get much younger than that. I even heard a story about uh, like a talent show in sixth grade with you and Gabe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say, how, how did you know for first and foremost, how did you know music is the path you wanted to go? And secondly, we, our listeners got to hear that story about uh, the talent show. Yeah, I mean, like, to give, like, a little bit of a rundown, you know, there's three of us in the band, it's me, and then um, my friend Gabe and my friend Troy, and and uh, one thing that we all share in common is a love for music. Uh, I grew up in, in a musical household because because of my two older brothers, and started out, you know, like, uh, playing drums and stuff, and kind of things like worship band, and like church, and, and things like that, but that soon came to me, like, you know, making my own bands, and I met Gabe early on and he didn't play music and uh, there was like a middle school talent show and I was like, dude, play bass for it. And he was like, I don't play music. 
And I was like, yeah, well, anybody can play bass. Which is not true. <laughs> but, uh, but I told him, I told him to do that. And so, you know, he learned how to play guitar after that. And we've been doing bands ever since. And we met Troy at band camp. It doesn't get more, uh, doesn't get as, uh, you know, stereotypical as that. Yeah, right. So the three of us, you know, we just share like a, you know, love for what we do. And, and I think it, it, it was a pipe dream for a long time that, uh, you know, when we were in high school, didn't think that it could ever actually be something. And then when we, the band finally started uh, around our senior year, we were like, this really could be something. And I'm just very fortunate and grateful for where it took us because like you said, like, it's just young culture. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Before we go into the next question, I do have to know though, because Gabe didn't really have a background in music before that, that talent show, but were, you know, was, were any of you guys, especially you, obviously, since we're talking to you, were you ever in like the high school chorus or choir or anything like that? Or did you just always have that gift of, of a great voice that you have? Like, how did that, how did you develop that? Talent? Oh. oh, thank you. <laughs> Shame, by the way. But, uh, no, I mean, like, dude, like, I think it always kind of came along because, like, any time that I would, like, want to start a band or something, like, you know, like, nobody in my school was, like, into, like, this type of music. And so, like, I met Gabe and I was like, dude, like, you're so cool. Like, he skateboarded and shit. And I was like, dude, like, I want you to be in my band. So he wanted to play guitar. And I was always kind of, like, stuck. Like, I was, like, always the only one who, like, could sing. So I just kind of always ended up being in the spot, which I'm grateful for nowadays because... That's my like passion is, is singing. Uh, I don't think I did choir until my senior year of high school, which was like, I don't know when I had to take like an elective or something. And I did that. And I was obviously, you know, being the fucking punk that I am, I was like, it's stupid. <laughs> you know, but, I think we all said stuff. that when we were that age, though, no? No, for sure. Man. <laughs> I mean, like, I was like, I don't want to go sing these opera songs and things but now i'm like oh never mind that was kind of cool yeah sorry i yeah, was well, I, I was the yeah. captain of my high school bowling team so and and when i that's my senior year of high school so i think you had it better oh, than i did oh no that's kind of sick <laughs> we, we walked on too i literally showed up at a tryout and got named captain i think that speaks to how shitty our bowling team was <laughs> i mean i i knew i should have joined that our school's chess team but i don't think i would have cut it shit i think both of those are noble uh, uh, curricular activity. <laughs> <laughs> like now we'll talk about the new album in, in one moment, but prior to being recorded, you signed with equal vision records. That's freaking awesome. Number one, how did that all come together? Um, so pretty much, you know, like none of this happened, uh, out of nowhere, you know, like we put in a lot of hard work and everything that we've done, I'm proud to say is like organic and natural. So like, it, obviously like, you know, people kind of come to you and they're like, how did you like do this? Like out of nowhere. And it's like, no, that wasn't the case uh, for us. We uh, had put out our second EP and this was around the time when we started like really touring and we did our first, uh, I guess you could call it like a full US because we went out to California and came back um, and, you know, we were playing shows to nobody, you know, like literally like every show was like to the band and maybe like two or three other people. And I think a lot of musicians can relate to that. But, you know, we played our hometown show, Albany, and that rocked. There's a ton of people. Um, and they were there, and, like, they were scouting, and, you know, they pretty much sent us an email that night. We're like, hey, like, we'd love to have a meeting with y'all. Like, so we're like, cool, let's do it. We're going to we're gonna have a meeting with them. And it's just family, and they're a great record label, and, and we got so much love for them. So, yeah. 
No, you ca- awesome. Yeah, you fast forward right that to to the star of the show. You just put out your first full length. Now there was previous. You you had previous releases, but this is the mm-hmm. first absolute full length record. Ten songs, a little bit over a half mm-hmm. hour long. Self titled Young Culture. First and foremost, congratulations. Uh, in the <laughs> in the craziness that is 2020, what an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So that's first and foremost. But with this year presenting so many challenges for the music industry as a whole, how does it feel to have this record out there and able to be consumed? Yeah, man, it, it, it's great. And you know, like this conversation I have a lot of people, it's great, but it's also bittersweet because like when you put an album out for when you're a musician, you put it out to go tour. And that's like kind of like, you know, it's 50-50, you know, album, tour, album, tour. And that's how like it should go. And, uh, it feels, you know, weird because, like, we're kind of missing that personal connection a little bit. But uh, at the same time, you know, this is, like, the most important thing I think I've ever done in my life. And, and I'm so grateful to actually have it out, you know, because we could have sat on it and waited longer. But who knows when it would be coming out if we did that. So, you know, it's great, though. I'm really, really happy about how it turned out. And it's everything I could have wished for. Now, you've been quoted as saying... This is the album that I have been waiting to make since the first EP. And it's like, wow, we finally did it. Can you elaborate what your goals were with this record? Yeah, 100%. And I stand by that because, like, you know, like like I said, like, the, the way our journey kind of started is me and Gabe uh, pretty much, you know, were sent out by a couple managers to record our first EP slash LP called You. And, um... And we did that when we were like at the end of our sophomore year and didn't end up putting it out until uh, about graduation time, senior year of high school. And, uh, and you know, like I just remember like all the things that we wanted to sound like and wanted to do. It's what we did on this album, Young Culture. And like, and everything up to this point, like, it's like, I'm so proud of it. But like, knowing that we made the album that like sonically and um you know uh lyrically is what i set out to like make and it is what young culture is all the way through uh something i was very proud of because you know at this point it's kind of like the end of a chapter but it's kind of like the end of the of the uh prologue right is prologue the beginning one or is that an epilogue i think it's prologue, prologue is the beginning yeah epilogue yeah, is you the had it right yeah. yeah yeah so it's like you know like the like kind of like all right like this is the end of the beginning and chapter one you know what i mean so yeah. um yeah, definitely what I've been setting out to make forever, and I'm just so happy with how it turned out. Now that our listeners know you a little bit more, we've had a little bit of a conversation, 10, 11 minutes here. Let's let our mm-hmm. listeners find you on the socials. Where can we find you on social media? For sure. Uh, you can find our band anywhere on you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you're looking. Uh, it'll be Young Culture NY. And again, uh, the social media links to all of your stuff will be in this episode description. So if you're interested in following the band, just go to the episode description wherever you're getting this audible goodness. And you can just do a hyperlink click, take you right to the social page. You can start following the band, check in for all their latest stuff, releases, uh, hopefully, hopefully soon, tour dates, and whenever that stuff can kind of... Please God soon. Yeah, for real. Whenever that can start to get rolling back again. But, But the crazy thing about this album, right? So it just came out last month in October, late, late, well, mid to late October, but it was recorded a year prior. So 2020, right. 2020 has made it tough to promote and celebrate new music, especially live. You talked about it yourself, you know, that live, that, you know, that tour, then the album tour album. And so 
much of an album release goes into the, you know, the, uh, the album release show and the subsequent touring. Now, what are your plans and what have they been? The record's been out for a couple of weeks now. What have your plans been and what will they continue to be uh, with the current state of the world? Um. Yeah, no, I mean, like, our goal, you know, like, obviously, like, for, like, we recorded it last year and uh, around this time, you know, like, September, October. And initially, you know, it's like, we want to put it out in June or January. And then it was like, all right, let's put it out in June. And then, like, COVID happened. And it's like, so what do you do in a, in a situation like that, you know, like, where everything's so uncertain? So we were like, okay, like, we can either, um, we can either put it out, we can either just put it out and, and like, like we did, or we can just wait and kind of like let it grow stale. So we were kind of like, you know, stuck with those, those two options. And it's like, I'm really glad that we just ended up doing it because like, it, it just felt like, you know, it, it needed to happen. It needs to come out. And I really wanted to come out in 2020. I didn't want to have to wait like almost like two years mm-hmm. for it to come out. So, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy about that. Well, you, you did stagger some releases in there. I mean, you dropped what holiday in Vegas, you dropped another single. So like, was that always the plan to drop a couple singles before the album or were you just going headlong into it? Yeah, that was always our plan. I, uh, I like knew I really wanted to do like, like like at least like four singles um and so yeah that was always the point i always really wanted that to that to be the thing um so we knew like holiday in vegas was going to be the first one and Mm -hmm. then we knew that like i'll be there would be like the second one because that was like our introduction to like the poppiest thing that we've ever done um (laughs) yeah i can see that a boy band music video yeah so yeah so we kind of like had a had an idea of it but uh you know now that now that it's here you know it's like and you got the whole thing it's like those 10 songs are meant to be listened to together for sure before greg jumps in for this question i have to know because i watched the music video how many takes Mm -hmm. did it take for i'll be there uh i think six total um we yeah and it's all one they were all one shots yeah yeah so i I figured i had i had to know because i know you guys did in the one shot i gotta ask this question yeah man and you know like for that video we just i like i was so dead set on it and like funny how serious people take it because like bro like no we're not trying to like be incredible dancers like it's supposed to be funny and it's supposed oh my, to be like and it, that's exactly dancer. how i that's exactly how i took it too yeah yeah so so like it's uh yeah and, and like you know i think the majority of people do that but you know that was a hard thing is putting a song like that out on like equal vision records that's like got a lot of metal band you know it's like putting out this like bubblegum pop song about you know like loving your friends and community and shit like that it's like it was fucking hilarious you know we had people like this is worse than justin bieber like and i'm like that's great that's awesome like i'm doing something right then you know so yeah every every listen you always need the change up like it's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good change of pace thing to have. And and I would say that you're right. That bubblegum pop sound, like it, what I love about the record in total is that, that every song can almost be categorized as something different. Like that was your bubblegum pumps, uh, pump, uh, excuse me, your bubblegum mm-hmm. pump pop. I can't even say it pop song. <laughs> and then you have like, mm-hmm. like you think about blood thin that, kind of slow, melodic, shorter intro song, kind of get you ready to roll. My favorite song in the record is Compass. So then you go right from Blood oh, Thin into Compass. It's a it's a wonderful transition, how that goes right from the from one to the second. And then after like this pretty 
you know, fast paced kind of upbeat poppy song encompass, then you go right to the slower song with anywhere, anywhere I go, uh, I'm taking you with me. And then like you said, into holiday, mm-hmm. which is the single you knew you wanted to put out first. So those four tracks, while all different to Sam's point, they flow perfect. And I think you said it earlier, these 10 songs mm-hmm. deserve to be heard together. And it's because, you know, no disrespect to the genre. I've been listening to pop punk since uh, 1999 when a newfound glory came mm-hmm. out with nothing gold can stay. So like, I've been listening to this for 20 years. I've heard records where every song sounds the same. Matter of fact, my friend's dad growing up said, which newfound glory song are you listening to? And I said, whatever it was at the time. He said, yeah, well, they all sound the same. So I couldn't tell. I, I got that. <laughs> I got that. Early 2000s kind of drive through pop punky stuff. I, I get that. This record doesn't mm-hmm. have that. It's got a wonderful flow, oh. a different genre from almost every song. And you've said it before. I take influence from country and metal and this and that. God damn, dude. I just want to say it shows. And that's a testament to your hard work. That means, that means so much to me. And, and you know, it's cool, you know, just when, when you sit on something for so long and, and I had feelings about it, but to hear that people can receive it like that is, uh, it means more than you know. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, your plan seems to be working. Uh, the record's kind of charted all over the place when it comes to Billboard. You've been on the indie chart. You've been on the alternative chart, the friggin' top new artist chart, which is insane. How does that feel mm-hmm. for you? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to sound like, like, uh, on Grateful. I mean, that feels great, but I mean, you know, it would, would have probably done better if we were on tour and we could sell albums (laughs) that way and whatnot, but I mean, like, I'm so grateful that it did anyways, and it's a testament to just how hard, you know, we've, we've gone at this fucking thing and, and the hard work that we put in. So I'm, I'm grateful that it did at all. That's what I mean. The, the optimistic, I mean, listen half full, half empty, however you want to look at it. 2020 is a pain in the ass for all of us. So like, I I won't shit on anybody's way of taking things, but the optimist says you made the charts with music being consumed at a lower pace than it probably ever has, uh, at least from a, at least from a live perspective. So the fact Mm -hmm. you had no supporting tour, no record release show, you know, the fact that you're not doing online streaming, you know, shows from your living room every night and you're still out there, that's, pretty freaking awesome that's what i would say at least what do i know i'm some schmuck i'm some schmuck who hosts a podcast but like that's pretty awesome i mean i think that just goes to show that hard work you know pays off yeah and that you make goddamn great and that you make goddamn great music man like that's that's what that means hell yeah yeah well you know that's like the advice i give anybody is like geez like how bad do you want it you know what i mean that's really what it what it comes down to because yeah. like if you practice hard enough, I think, and like if you want it bad enough, like and you actually do it, then I think like it'll work. Because like you know, like we're just we're just three fucking kids who just like really want it, and like I can't see myself doing anything else. So it's like I'm not gonna give up anytime soon. I'm not gonna like let a pandemic, uh, you know, slow my role either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now we know 2020. We know the uncertainty of it. What's next for Young Coulter? Is it do you guys have another music video lined up, or do you guys have a plan? Because I'm well, always, it's like always that. it's always interesting to see what, what musicians are, are trying to do right now. Because obviously, you know, they can't tour, and it's it's horrible. I'm always interested to see what what can they come up with to keep it going. I know comedians, uh, Burke Kreischer, he's doing outside venues touring. Like just just I'm always wow. interested what people are what people are, are thinking. Yeah, no, I mean, for us, like, well, we just had, like, a, a what I would consider, like, pretty full year. You know, we were fortunate enough to get through the vast majority at the beginning of the year. 
and then um and then we uh you know we put out an audio true live which was cool like mm-hmm. something that was very cool so we put out like a little live ep and we did four singles off this album along with um a collaboration single that we did with a band called super american and so like you know like we just put out our first full record so it's like right now it's just to me it's about just trying to keep that album in people's ears and and you know keep people entertained because you know like we've done we've done a lot in 2020 it's been a big year for us uh aside from everything like going on um so i guess yeah more things that you'll probably see is like music video type things and more like live streams and whatever we can do i would love to do like a drive-in show um you know if that was a possibility or whatnot but obviously it's getting a bit cold for that so (laughs) we'll see and by the way that audio tree was sick um you can check it out on youtube but it's also on your spotify in uh audio form so if you don't if you don't want to check it out on youtube i urge you all to check that out at least on spotify it was sick hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right let's let's do this rapid fire thing so uh it's it's our favorite segment it's the listener's favorite segment we get feedback every interview of like ask this next time where that was sick or how funny was that now um what will happen is, so Sam has five lined up and I have five lined up. We might think of more along the way. You just never know. Sam's going to ask all of his. I'm going to ask all of mine after that. The goal for you, just come up with the first thing that you think of. It doesn't matter. We're just here to have fun with it. Awesome. Let's shoot. Let's do it. I, I, and then this, this is truth right here. Right after I listened to your album, I texted Greg. This album hit me right in the feels. What are some albums this year that did the same thing for you? Um, first one that comes to mind is Folklore by Taylor Swift. Hell uh, yeah. I thought it was very just an amazing uh, showcasing of great songwriting by one person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's she's there. she's so brilliant. She, she's great. I mean, you know, she'll always get shit, but uh no doubt that she is a great songwriter. So. Now we cover movies, TV, and gaming on this podcast. So what are some movies or shows you would recommend to our listeners? Ooh, um, uh, specifically ones that I watched like during this quarantine, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I'm not like a big movie TV watcher, but I watched a movie, uh, called beautiful boy, uh, with Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. And that movie made me cry. And I don't think movies make me do that a lot. And I thought it was such a, uh, heart string pulling movie, so that one. All right, if I need a tearjerker, I know what I'm choosing. Just sure. <laughs> describe high school in one sentence. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like that. No <laughs> <laughs> problem. Now, yeah. we ask every band we have on from New York, even if you're more upstate, what's the best New York slice? Does New York slice? That's New York Slice. Uh, it's probably a place, like, I'm not I'm just saying this to self-promote, but I work at a pizza shop in Brooklyn uh, that a lot of people know about. It's called Roberta's, and uh, it's got crazy good pizza, so I'm going to throw that one out there and say Roberta's Pizza, right. <laughs> which I also work at. So say what's up to me sometimes. <laughs> right, no problem. I'll just step up. Yeah. Last one, last one I got. You're, on, you're the headliner on a dream tour. What three bands are opening for you? What three bands are opening for me? That's yes. a fucking pleasure because it's like, 
Oh, geez, I don't know. That's hard because none of these bands would open for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I mean, like you know, like the ones that are always like a dream for me would be like stuff like, um, like the next seventy five, um, Heim, uh, Stevie Bridges. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like those are like all like you know, it wouldn't really happen right now but maybe someday i hope i get to open for them someday as well. <laughs> that's that's a pretty eclectic lineup yeah right it was just the first ones that came to my mind yeah that's sick uh i'll take over here now for for my five what's a weird what's a weird hidden talent that you have a weird hidden talent that i have Ooh. uh I'm not very good at my many things besides music. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I just smoke a lot of weed and get really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. That's what I do in my like free time. You know? Dude, I don't know. I'm not very good at many other things. I just play music and I don't know. I I'm, I can freestyle pretty well. There you go. Know. Like if you throw on a beat and they're stifling and whatnot, like come on, like I'm not that bad at that. There you go. That's sick. Yeah. All right. How about a city that you've never played in that's on your bucket list? Man, I've gotten to play so many cities that I've wanted to, but like, you know, I think the ones that I'd want to play that we haven't yet uh, would be like places in Europe. So like, um, probably like something like, you know, like London or somewhere in Germany uh, that I know would just rock. Yeah. Uh, so definitely like a Europe city, European city. Have you guys toured, have you guys toured Japan? <laughs> Never. That's another one. I would love to do Japan. Yeah. Tokyo. That's the Tokyo is the most popular answer. Yeah. We, we asked that to a lot of folks. Tokyo is by far the number one answer on the board. Survey says Tokyo. Uh, me too. Yeah, I would go, I would go with Tokyo too, but I mean also like the Philippines cause I'm Filipino. Right. And I would love to, I've never been and I would love to play like Manila. Oh, that's, oh dude, that'd be sick too. I keep saying the word sick. Yeah. I promise. I don't use that in my vernacular all the time, but it's just like, I like what you're saying. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Now you, you you said earlier you're not really a big uh, movie watcher, not a big TV watcher. Um, mm-hmm. Growing up, or even now, yeah. were you a gamer at all? No, no, like that neither. Like I don't know, like, I'm making myself sound like a boring fuck, but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like I get, I played Guitar Hero, which is like, uh, you know, sounds about right for me. But beginning <laughs> of playing Guitar Hero. Um, my brother just like lent me his like Xbox 360, so I've been playing like GTA on there, just like walking around, just like causing causing trouble, being a menace. <laughs> yeah. Were you drinking yeah. your juice in the hood too? Hell yeah! We're a movie. We're a movie podcast. If I didn't know that reference, we're getting fired. Come on. Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, two more from me. What's so I'm thinking Albany for this one. So I know you said earlier, you're, you said you're right now in NYC, right? You're in New York city. Yeah, that's right. All right. But I'm thinking you're, you're from Albany, right? Yep. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking specifically Albany for this question. So okay. what's a regional food that you have up in Albany that deserves to be known across the country? Ooh, um, got a couple, uh, there's a really, really good burrito joint called Bombers, uh, Bombers Burritos in Albany. And that one, I think, is just still one to this day one of the best burrito shops 
Um, yeah, so if you guys are in Albany, check it out. It's called Bomber. Um, also, another really good food spot um, in Albany is called Bourbon and Wolf's, which is a completely vegan spot. Uh, and I know, like, a lot of my vegan friends, anytime they go to Albany, like, they make sure to hit that up. So those are my two answers. Yeah, we, we've gotten some weird – like, you'd think from Philly we'd say the cheesesteak, but – I would right. I would disagree with that. I mean, the cheesesteak, let's keep that oh. in Philly. Let's keep that in Philly. I don't want the knockoff, you know, in Oregon. I don't want to have a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> the Oregon cheesesteak. Did you ever – have, right. dude, have you ever gone somewhere and on the menu it says Philly cheesesteak? Like – Yes, bro. It's, yes. But it's not. It's not a fucking Philly cheesesteak. It's a fucking just New York cheesesteak. Cheese exactly. Just call it a yes. cheesesteak. <laughs> you get a Philly cheesesteak yeah. in Philly, not in Des Moines. So anyway, know, right? that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my gripe. And then the last question for us for the night. Um, and, and, you know, we got, we just passed Halloween. We got Thanksgiving coming up. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of holidays coming up. So for you, what holiday do you get most hyped up for and why? Um, for me, it's probably, uh, probably Thanksgiving because, um, just so, I mean, like, I love food and I love eating food and <laughs> then spend time with, you know, like my family, especially like nowadays, I don't get to see them as much anymore and whatnot. Yeah. And, and I, I'd like to say that that's probably the thing I'm the most excited about. Like I could, I could do without probably most of the other ones, um, but it, it's one that gets me excited and usually get to get pretty drunk with my family. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you, awesome. Yeah. You have the power to eliminate one holiday from the calendar year. What are you doing? Man, fucking, uh, I don't know, like Valentine's Day. That shit is just having too many people out there. I, I, a hundred percent agree. See, I'm yeah, gonna... man, too many people feeling lonely, and like New Year's Eve because, like, fucking, you know, like. I don't know. Like just another day. I don't know. That's see. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm I'm a hundred. I was actually team Halloween until you just said uh, New Year's Eve because I think that's com- the most overrated night of the year. So I'm with. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm more on Valentine's Day. I feel like that's just something just to spend some money. Just you know what I mean for the for the ladies. If my wife yeah. heard me, if my wife heard me say Valentine's Day because she listens to the show, I wouldn't have a wife. Yeah. So I'm gonna stay far away from her. <laughs> he plays the safe bet. <laughs> I love Valentine's Day. <laughs> Alex, man, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Is there anything you kind of want to say before we wrap up? Uh, nah, but I mean, like, just um, first off, thank you two for talking to me, taking time out of your day. And just to course, anybody yeah. listening, uh, thanks so much for checking out the podcast, checking out the music. You know, uh, you guys are the reason I'm doing it. So uh, thanks so much. So again, the self-titled Young Culture. It's available now. Check it out where you get your audible goodness. Links to listen to it in this episode description along again with the social media at Young Culture NY. Alex, if you could hang on the line for just one second, that would be great. But everybody, this has been another episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. We'll see you next week for episode 211. Perpetuating on a Amen. <laughs>